Hello everyone and welcome to the Other Muslim Woman podcast. I am your host Nora and I'm glad that you're all joining us. Um, this is our very first episode of what I'm going to call season one. I'm just putting it out there. I don't know if we will have many other seasons, um, but I'm just putting it out there that I want more seasons. <laughs> Only joking. We've got to get through season one. So welcome to this podcast, this brand new podcast. Um, and thank you for being our first listeners. Um, so why this podcast? I'm sure many of you listen to many thousands, millions, trillions, okay, maybe not millions and trillions, but I'm sure many of you listen to many, many podcasts. So what makes this podcast different? Why should you be listening to this podcast? I mean, everyone and their mom are starting podcasts, everyone and their baby are starting podcasts. So why this podcast, Nora? And I've said podcast a million times. Um, this is a very personal podcast. This is a podcast where we're going to go on a journey. We're going to go on a journey filled with tears. We're going to go on a journey where we might laugh a lot. We might cry a lot. But this is a podcast where we're all going to go on a journey together. We're all going to experience this journey together. And I hope it and I hope it just makes us more vulnerable and more aware and more and creates more empathy towards others um and it makes us more of better human beings um and as Maya Angelou said there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story so I'm here to give you snippets of my life or what I like to call my past life um because as humans stories are what connects us stories are why we bond and we've heard this from the likes of Brené Brown or Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie stories are what bonds us as humans um, and that's how we learn to understand or perhaps not understand each other. I'm very nervous taking on this new adventure. I've never ever put myself out there onto the world wide web, onto Beyonce's internet. Um, some may recognise my voice, some I'm sure many of you won't recognise my voice um, and that's okay because I'm an extreme, extreme introvert and sometimes it's nice not to know people it's it's nice to discover new people because you get to learn about new people you get to learn about a different person's um journey or what it is they have to say um so yeah I'm an extreme introvert I keep to myself I mind my own business I drink my water I keep myself hydrated and I just keep it moving um on Beyonce's internet um I have so much to say um and I hope this platform gives me the and I hope this, sorry, I hope this podcast gives me the platform to do that. I want us to share stories, um, you know, we're all on this journey, this journey of life. Um, and I think sometimes we forget that we're all going through the same trials and tribulations. We're all going through this journey, but just in our own different way. But our emotions are the same, you know, we cry, we laugh, we get angry, we get sad, we get upset. Um, we, we all have these emotions our emotions are the same um and our but our journeys might just be different um so I guess what I'm trying to say is I want us to all go on this journey together I want us to understand each other better um because sometimes this journey gets lonely gets very very lonely um and I hope we realize that there are days where we feel like we're going on this journey alone but that our next door neighbour could be going through that same journey and we would never know. 
Um, so this podcast is for everyone. It's for anyone who wants to learn about others, who wants to hear stories from others. You know, especially those stories that are difficult to um, convey or to talk about because they're taboo subjects. They're things you shouldn't talk about. They're things that make you a bad human being. You know, like, but those are the stories that we need. Those are the stories we need people to talk about because those are the stories that make us suffer in silence. And I think we're getting too old to be suffering in silence. I think, I think we just we just need to talk. Talk, talking is a is a, allows you to heal. Um, I started therapy in August. I have an amazing, amazing therapist. Um, and I never knew how much of just talking heals you, you know, bringing everything to the surface, everything that you carry in your chest, in your gut, just bringing it all out, like, so I hope this podcast allows all of us to talk, I hope it allows all of us to breathe, I hope it allows our chest to be lighter, I hope it allows our gut to stop stop making us feel like we're all, we're always feeling sick um and feeling so heavy i hope we're able to just be understanding and have empathy for others i hope this podcast just allows us to not only be vulnerable but i think just humans because underneath all these titles of you know, you're a Muslim, you're a woman, you're a mother, you're a wife, you're a teacher, you know, you're you're a nurse, you're a doctor, you know, you're a therapist, you're a counsellor. I think underneath your business owner, I think underneath all these titles, we forget that we're humans and humans have emotions. I was one of those people um, that used to say, why I, I would never go to therapy why am I going to therapy why why do I need therapy why am I gonna sit there and tell somebody my personal business why am I gonna sit there and tell somebody how I feel like what 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 how could they save me you know like how is talking going to help but man like every week I look forward to those sessions every week just sitting in that chair and just discussing my week or discussing how I felt during that week it just it just lightens your load and I can't emphasize just how healing and powerful talking is um if if people are allowed to just talk you know they there won't there probably wouldn't be a lot of broken people walking around there probably wouldn't be a lot of people suffering in silence um talking is so so powerful and I think it's a tool that's just underused so much um so now I recommend therapy to everyone to my colleagues like yeah go therapy because my therapist said this or my therapist is so cool or my therapist is just amazing like you know every day I say something that my therapist said or I'll reflect on something he said and it's it's just amazing like how healing it can be I mean I still have a lot of work to do um I know that, I'm pretty sure he knows that, um, but I'm doing it, you know, I'm putting in the hard work, and 
the hard work occurs outside of the therapist's room that's where it re that's where the hard work really is at you know you've made the first step in sitting there but the hard work comes from implementing and just trying your best to work on those things that need to be worked on but just knowing that you have someone that listens and someone that will give you the best I mean the best advice possible you know someone who isn't a friend someone who isn't a family member you know gaining an insight into your life um it's just it's just incredible but yeah so if you have the tools or you have the ability to go to therapy go to therapy um my friend is a therapist and she does therapy herself like once a year as like a review of her whole whole year um so yeah everyone and their mama needs therapy do you hear that everyone and their mama needs therapy I think for a very long long time as a Muslim woman we've been told to just keep quiet take your back seat um sit there and just look pretty no one wants to hear what we have to say no one wants to know when we have concerns no one wants to listen to our thoughts no one wants to listen to what it is we have to say or what we have to bring to the table and I think being kept silent can only happen for so long before you just take the reins for yourself and just say you know what enough is enough and I'm going to just let it all out now I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel and it can come out in one of two ways it can either come out in a very calm manner or it can come out in a very angry way and usually most times it comes out in angry ways because you're just you just have so much to say and those emotions now have taken over and now you're looked at as oh my god there's that crazy woman we've told her not, we've t- we've been kept telling her to keep her mouth shut and now she wants to let it all out and look at how crazy she is um but that's not our fault you know that's not our fault whereas but i think now is the time to just let it all out i think now is a time where we have social we have the tools of social media where we can say what it is we want to say and obviously in a calm professional way or in a calm manner so as not to be looking like the crazy woman but either way we're going to be looked at the crazy woman because you're overstepping boundaries you're doing things that are not the norm you're speaking out especially when it comes to speaking out against subjects that you're not allowed to speak out against you you become that hater and now you know your muslimness is questioned it's like oh my god is she even a muslim or she like an undercover muslim like what's her agenda you know as if as if behind all of this or we're we're just supposed to act exactly the same as if we're all robotic and i think that's one thing that really <laughs> pisses me off um my therapist hates that word or i'm guessing he hates that word because i say that word a lot but anyway um i think it's one thing that annoys me because again beyond these titles of you know muslim or woman or whatever you are your own person we're unique individuals we weren't created the same our genes are not the same genetics not the same um even with our siblings we're not we're not the same human being we might 
we might share certain certain traits, certain characteristics, but we're not the same person. So it's as if all Muslim women women should talk in a certain way, act in a certain way, behave in a certain way. And the minute you stop doing that is when, you know, you're the rebel. You're the one that's trying to cause mayhem. You're the one that's trying to misguide people. But you know what? If it means, you know, by talking about these subjects or talking about what it is that I've gone on myself that I'm going to misguide people or I'm the misguider, then bring it on. Because you know what? I've had enough. I'm human. We're all humans. Um, and and that's the beauty of it all. You know, we're humans. We have emotions. We're going through this all together. You know, people will come for you. People will come for you when you start talking about subjects you're not allowed to be talking about. And who who makes these rules? Who makes these policies about what it is you're allowed and not allowed to talk about? You know, there's so many stories, you know, when it comes to, like, our heritage, our Muslimness. There's so many, there's so much stories out there. But it's as if we can't tell these stories. Whereas the Qur'an that we listen to has stories it's full of stories it's how we learn you know the surah that you read every friday surah to kaf it's a story there are three amazing stories in there all different all all with different benefits all to teach you different things you know it's stories stories are what connects us stories is how we learn but yeah we've been told as muslim women we're not allowed to share these stories. And you know what? I don't really care anymore. I'm going to tell you my story. I hope others open up and start telling you their stories. Um, because, again, underneath it all, we're human beings. Um, so I'm going to end it here. I'm going to end the first episode here. But before I go, I'm just going to give you a... What's the word I'm looking for? I'm going to give you... Just something to think about. So a few years ago, I think maybe three, four years ago, I read a book called The Bamboo Stalk. Um, it was originally, it's a fiction book, but in all honesty, it's it's probably what happens a lot around the world. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of people who lived that story. It's it's part of them now. It's their, part of their lineage. Um, so anyway... The book was originally written in Arabic. Um, the author is Kuwaiti. Um, the book is set in Kuwait. Um, I should stop saying um, I'm so sorry. Um, oh God. So yeah. So the book is um, called The Bamboo Stalk. I can't remember who the author is. It's an amazing, amazing book. It it gives you the story or it tells you the story of this rich Kuwaiti family who had... Um, I can't remember if the maid was Malaysian or Indonesian. Um, I think she was Indonesian. We'll go with Indonesian. The maid was Indonesian. Um, so the mother of the household, the father had died. From what I can remember, I think the father was a pilot. Um, and he had died. Anyway, or was that the son? Anyway, um... The father had died, so it was the mother running the household. They had an Indonesian maid. Her son, her only son, slept with the Indonesian maid. And I'm sure you can now <laughs> like gather what happened. The Indonesian maid ended up getting pregnant 
and she carried on working she carried on being the maid for the family until one day the mother realized holy shit this woman is pregnant um the maid didn't want to say who it was that had got her pregnant you know her and the son or her and the guy had fell in love they were genuinely in love um so she had the baby she had a boy um the fat this the the guy i think he ended up i think he ended up dying in like i think he was the one that ended up dying in like a um an airplane like i think he was a pilot and he ended up dying in an airplane crash something like that I, I, something along those lines um so the woman had been banished she got told to go back to indonesia she raised the child alone it was a very very um toxic household her father was very abusive um her her sister i think had like loads of children so between her and the sister they were working as hard as they could to provide for their families they they were from they were very poor um her son grew up so again you have like this half arab slash kuwaiti boy growing up in indonesia the mother had always told him amazing things about the father um until one day the the father's best friend actually came to indonesia looking for him and they ended up taking him um i think they'd got him like the kuwaiti passport and whatever but when he moved back into his grandmother's house he didn't really understand why the grandmother was so hateful towards him why you know she just hated him she couldn't stand him she couldn't stand to look at him it it was just really hectic but the most amazing part of this story was his cousin his cousin was female she stood up to that grandma like she point blank told her how is it that regardless of who his mother is regardless of um which womb he came out of that you are such a horrible human being to him it wasn't his fault he was born it wasn't it isn't his fault you know the circumstances how the circumstances ended up being but how could you just be so hateful towards him you only had one son and this is this is how you treat his son um the the boy ended up staying around kuwait again i think he just stayed to try and just hope that the grandma would change her mind um in the end his aunt his maternal aunt um his paternal aunt sorry ended up just giving him money and telling him to get out of the country but before that before he ended up leaving kuwait to go back to indonesia he did make comments with his grandma she you know she cried she she hugged him she told him how much she loved him but it was just the circumstances surrounding the story and the fact that people were talking about her you know they were they were this high class family well known like around kuwait and all of a sudden her son had a, a child with the maid you know so in her eyes that was that was the most saddest and most horrific thing he could do to the mother you know her reputation their reputation the family's name reputation and it's just sad because this isn't something that occurs once in a lifetime it's why people are being killed it's why women get killed because of you know honor and family's name being ruined and reputation like who gives a shit what other people think of you who gives a shit 
what others have to say about you you know everyone lives their own life we make mistakes we're all sinners we are all sinners you know and it just as much as it is easy to say well Nora that was just a fictional book yes it was a fictional book but people live this reality every single day people are broken because of the fact that they've hurt their family's reputation so now they've been banished from the family home and are no longer allowed I just it's just sad that reputation gets put above family um just live your life you know live your life I guess this is this is what the aim of this podcast is live your life you know as the prophet told us even if you're hiding in the highest of towers people will still say something about you people will find something to say about you so just live your life you can't please everyone you know as long as you're as long as you're pleasing the Lord of the worlds, you know, because you're accountable to him, then fuck everyone else. Honestly, just fuck everyone else. Um, and that's the end of this episode, episode one. Um, hope you'll come back for episode two. Episode two will get a little bit more juicier, shall I say? Um, although I hate that word. But episode two will get a bit more personal, a bit more intimate, um, and just, I guess, get you to think a lot more. Um, So thank you for being our first listeners. I hope you've enjoyed this first episode, and I'll see you around for more. Take care.